I'm Blake Wilson, sugarcane entomologist with the LSU Ag Center, and today I'll go over some of our insect pest management research. You may notice that my research fields stand out a bit from others at the Sugar Research Station, as I've got corn intercropped with my cane plots on every fourth row. The reason we do this is it's involved in a process to create high populations of the sugarcane borer the most important economic pest of sugarcane in Louisiana. The process all starts in our lab where tiny one-day-old larvae, larvae are mixed with the corn grit substrate. That substrate mixture is then poured into our inoculating devices called bazookas. And these devices are then calibrated to deliver approximately 12 larvae per dose. This is then taken into the field where each corn plant is inoculated with a single dose from the bazooka. And those larvae are able to establish and develop within those corn stalks until they pupate and emerge as adults. The process works. These plants behind me were inoculated in mid-May and now support a large infestation of maturing sugarcane borer larvae and pupa. From this stalk, it's got multiple infested internodes I would anticipate three to four adult sugarcane boar moths will emerge from this. They'll mate and go lay eggs in our sugarcane plots where they'll provide that high pest pressure that we need for research. So now you've seen how it's done, but you may ask, why is this process necessary? We need high pest populations to produce meaningful results. And naturally occurring sugarcane populations aren't as sufficient and reliable to do a lot of this research so it's done with this process here on station. In fact a recent analysis of a nearly 20-year data set shows that since the early 2000s sugarcane borer populations along with insecticide use in sugarcane has declined by about 50 percent. This is attributed to a successful integrated pest management program, but three things in particular that coincide with that late 90s, early 2000 timeframe, we think contributed to this decline. The first is the adoption of the combine harvester, which allows for a cleaner harvest that leaves less sugarcane residue in the field, eliminating some of that overwintering habitat for sugarcane borer larvae. Second is the replacement of the highly susceptible LCP384 variety with more boar-resistant varieties. Currently, we have resistant varieties on more than 60% of the state's sugarcane acreage. Lastly, the replacement of pyrethroids with modern bio-rational insecticides has greatly improved the level of control we're able to achieve, but also these newer chemistries are less toxic to natural enemies and allow for conservation of naturally occurring biological controls from predators like fire ants as well as parasitoid wasps. Today, 
Varietal resistance remains a key part of our research focus. The plots behind me are part of a variety resistance evaluation, which includes current commercial varieties as well as experimental varieties which will be considered for release in the next two to three years. In addition to those, we include varieties that are known to have high levels of resistance and high levels of susceptibility to uh, allow for comparisons. Additional research we have on station is across the highway examining optimization of chemical control strategies. One of the things we've learned in the past couple years with that research is that our most effective product, Prevathon, is achieving the high level of control because it has a long window of residual activity, protecting uh, sugarcane from boar infestations for as long as three weeks during the growing season. And we think this has potential to reduce the number of fields that require multiple insecticide applications in one year. Additionally, some of our off-station research involves monitoring of Mexican rice borer populations with our pheromone traps. These traps are highly effective at detecting low levels of population and can uh, indicate when the pest has moved into new regions. The Mexican rice borers are becoming increasingly important in the western part of the state and in some regions such as Vermilion Parish, it's now become the predominant stem borer species present in some fields. Fortunately, early research indicates that some of the same integrated pest management strategies that are developed for the sugarcane borer are also going to be effective in mitigating the impact of this pest. Additional off-station research is looking at more sporadic pests, including the West Indian cane fly, which has become a more consistent threat in recent years. Currently, infestations are developing into higher levels in the central part of the state and some are requiring uh, insecticidal treatment. We think insecticide applications can provide benefit in terms of yield protection if they're done earlier in the season, such as June and July. However, once we get into August, particularly later in the month, those infestations tend to decline naturally as the pests move out of a maturing cane. And so insecticide applications are not thought to be beneficial later in the year. These are just a few of the, the projects we have going on this year. I've included some additional content on the Field Day website that has specific research results and pest management recommendations I encourage you to explore. If you have any questions, feel free to contact me directly or reach out to your local extension agents. And lastly, I'd just like to thank the American Sugarcane League for their support. Without their funding, we wouldn't be able to do this research. Mm -hmm.